With the lights out, it's less dangerous. Here we are now. Entertain us. I feel stupid and contagious. Yay! Kermit Flail. Things are just better with Muppets. Hi, welcome to the Intergalactic Boombox. I want to say thank you. As of uh, the recording of this episode, episode six, we have over 2,300 downloads. And that's all because of you guys. So thank you, 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 thank you. I have seen some uh, streaming sats, you know, people donating crypto in the form of Satoshis, tiniest subunit of a Bitcoin. People have been using newpodcastapps.com, some things like Podfriend and other apps that let you stream uh, your donations in real time as you listen to the show. And maybe uh, you've seen the little boost on there, you know, like boost. You should hit the button when I say boost. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to the show notes. And uh, see how easy it is to go ahead and set up. Uh, a, I've uh, gathered some answers to your question off uh, the Discord. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're supposed to go to discord.gg slash and tell me something that you hate about movies or TV shows. Some sort of cliche or trope. And uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, my computer screwed up, so I printed them all out just so we could do this. You're killing me, Gitz. Oh, hey, hey Shiggles. Look, you're, you're wasting printer ink and wasting paper. We're on a spaceship. Just read off the computer screen. Well, it sounds more official, like. I mean, anyone can read from a screen. All caps, right? High five, yo. Yeah. All right, just just hurry this along. Invisible Fly 21 says, Personally, I hate it when movies film purposely with a bright light in the background, which is boring, or ends up creating too much lens flare. Like the ones from Star Trek, J.J. Abrams movie. Yeah, you know, that's a good point because lens flare used to happen like accidentally when they shot on film. And nowadays they just add it digitally to take some weird anomaly and look as if you're shooting with film cameras now. I... Makes me want to write a song. Whoa, pop the brakes. No. Abort mission, yo. There's no time. All uh, right. So, uh, Costin81 says, character one, long scientific explanation. Character two. English, please. Character one, it's like eating potato chips. Which reminds me, I'm kind of hungry right now. Shiggles, no snacking while the boss man's watching. Okay. Kaiser the advisor says, shaky cam. That is all. Ah, so not a fan of found footage, I see. Oh, let's see here. Uh, VS Void Spartan says, what irks me the most is overused cliches. It makes things really predictable, like trucks in Animu. Oh, yeah, like when the characters go, <laughs> oh, and they repeat what the other one's saying. Oh, yeah, like, we need to do the thing. And then the other guy's like, so we need to do the thing. We totally need to do the thing. Okay, okay, uh, what else we got? Uh, let's see here. A.K.A. Lolcat says, laugh tracks. Ugh. Leave the laughing to me or the characters in the show. Kind of like why I don't watch live music. I don't want to hear the crowd screaming and singing. I want to hear the band. All right, note to self, do not get Lolcat concert tickets. That's an excellent point, which makes me want to sing a song right no, no, now. No, 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 no. Okay, fine. Absolutely, uh-uh. Laura Lee says what triggers me is when they're holding a hot beverage. Specifically in those styrofoam cups, waving it around like it's a cup full of clouds. 
At least make it believable if something's in there that's like hot or carrying weight. I know, like, here, let me take a sip of air. <laughs> I once wrote a song about air. No! E3 was all virtual this year, uh, which is fine by me because I've been to a few E3 conferences in the past. And for me, I just sound like a grumpy old man. I know. It's nothing but lines in like a sardine-packed convention center. Not my idea of a good time. And even though I am a gamer and I am interested in video games, I didn't watch any of the streaming presentations. Sony was completely like not there because they're like, we're going to do this our own way and communicate with the community in different and new and interesting fashions. That's not actually what they said or with that accent. Breath of the Wild 2, Electric Boogaloo. I am personally just not excited about open world exploration. Give me missions. Give me something to shoot, punch, collect. Puzzles can go burn in a dumpster fire. But honestly, it just makes good business sense. Breath of the Wild, huge, huge title and a huge, huge franchise that is Zelda. So it'd be silly not to make a sequel. Now, uh, when I talk about this list of games, this is by no means a complete list. So just check the show notes for the linky dinkies. Battlefield 2042 catches my eye, and I haven't paid attention to any first-person shooter outside of COD for years until now. I like I started all about Halo, and then it kind of morphed into Call of Duty. I wanted a Left 4 Dead 3, but I'll have to settle for Valve doing Back 4 Blood. Get into zombies. Make Kyle a happy bald man. Switch is going to get the DBZ Kakarot game. Also, Advance Wars Reboot Camp. Metroid Dread, a return to its 2D roots. Monster Hunter Stories 2, Wings of Ruin. Some DLC love coming to Monster Hunter Rise. I'm excited about this title here, Fatal Frame, Maiden of Blackwater. I'm looking forward to it because you got to take pictures of ghosts. So think Pokemon Snap but traumatizing. Danganronpa, Decadence. I'm actually a voice in that series. Kazuichi Soda and Kaito Momota. Danganronpa Decadence Collection coming to the Switch in physical and then separately digitally. Including, if you buy the physical one, you get the S Ultimate Summer Camp board game. Sweet. Summer Smash Brothers is getting Kazuya from Tekken as the new DLC character. WarioWare, get it together. Bring in some two-player action. If you're into more RPG stuff, Shin Megami Tensei 5. Switch is also getting Guardians of the Galaxy, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Some more Doom Eternal. If you're into Marvel's Avengers, Black Panther and Hawkeye, they're coming soon. Rainbow Six Expansion. I haven't played Xbox in years, but if I did, I'd probably pick up the new Forza Horizon. The uh, Flight Simulator sounds fun from Microsoft. Diablo 2 Resurrected. And of course, Halo Infinite. Elden Ring! A lot of buzz for that one. So yeah, a lot of cool stuff coming down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sony was a no-show, but they do have some more Final Fantasy stuff. Remake Part 2, Final Fantasy 16, Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. There's a God of War sequel called Ragnarok. No connection to Thor. I, I kind of wish it was, though. Ragnarok's, like, awesome. Any excuse to put Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin into your life is automatically a win. Ah! Harrison Ford continues to shove a middle finger to anyone who thinks he's too old to play Indiana Jones again. So he's playing Indiana Jones again. Ford was quoted saying, Logan director James Mangold is at the helm on this one. 
Oh, and there goes the phones. Wildcard line, you are on the air. In a world where ageism prevails, one man will don his fedora and whip to show those persnickety fans who's boss. Um, uh, who's this? I am Narrator. Narrator. Narrator, the Magnificent. You sound like a narrator. Do not mock my velvety tones, Bear. For everyone knows a narrator is the most powerful character in any project. Why do you say that? Have you seen Dragon Ball Z? Narrators command time itself by manipulating when the power-ups and battles begin or end. But you're just a segue into the commercials. And those commercials pay the bills, jerk pants McGee. All right, settle down, settle down. I'm sorry for losing my temper and raising my voice, mainly because I'm not being paid at the moment. Okay, well, narrator... Narrator! Uh, narr- narrator. Narrator, the, the magnificent. Kneel before me, foolish mortal. <laughs> or else what? Well, I'll, in this segment, very dramatically. Here, have a kitten. 1987 will always be a special year to me. I realize that uh, probably a majority of you are going, I wasn't even born yet. But I had just graduated high school. Pink Floyd minus Roger Waters, reunited, and vampires were king of the box office with a flick called The Lost Boys, featuring a young Kiefer Sutherland. Now, we have seen the illustrious vampire mythos portrayed in a wide variety of ways. Enter Catherine Bigelow's moody, slow-burn horror-western cult classic, Near Dark. Now, instead of teenage punks, you get older hellraisers. Among them, three cast members from Aliens. Bishop Hudson and Vasquez, a.k.a. Lance Henriksen, Bill Paxton, rest in peace, and Jeanette Goldstein. Super cool 80s synth score by legendary group Tangerine Dream. Now, the vibe on Lost Boys is all about fun and laughs, and this is like the polar opposite. Studio Canal is resurrecting, see what I did there, Near Dark, which has been out of print on physical media for quite some time. And presenting a remastered Blu-ray, and for the first time, 4K treatment. Now, you can't even stream this thing, so I'm not going to recommend you to go hunt on Netflix or anything like that. Because if you're intrigued by something unique, bug your movie connoisseur roommate or ex-roommate or friend who still has the shrink wrap on the collection deep dive. You just have to crack it open. You know how Tarantino movies are just cool? Well, I think Near Dark is just cool in, a, in its own sublime vampire way. It's another hidden gem recommendation from moi, your friendly neighborhood geek. Check out Near Dark. Coming soon, back in print, and probably on digital too, but in 4K. All the blood is in high death. <laughs> it's a new week, therefore a new question. And uh, I'm going to be looking for your replies to my question of the week, discord.gg slash Kyle Abair. My Discord is called the Intergalactic Boombox, but there's a million subsections. So look for the podcast one, the Intergalactic Boombox. And uh, answer this question, crunchy or soggy? We're talking about cereal here. Do you like your cereal crunchy or soggy? I personally love it uh, soggy because it makes the milk taste like the cereal. Mm. If it's crunchy, it just tears your teeth up. It's just like you've just put a bunch of broken glass in your mouth and like <laughs> expect to be spitting blood. So crunchy or soggy cereal. Let me know. Discord.gg slash Kyle Bear. You might just read your reply on next week's show. Yeah. 
Last minute plug for newpodcastapps.com. This is where you can set up a podcast wallet so you can automatically send Satoshis, SATs for short. And uh, those will send automatically as you listen once you set this up. Now, these apps are a preset at about 50 SATs a minute. So let's math for a moment, okay? This podcast is generally about 12 minutes. So 23 cents a listen. Okay, I use Breeze as my podcast wallet to fund the PodFriend app. Check the show notes for direct links to download these things like Breeze, PodFriend, newpodcastapps.com. I'm supporting other podcasts that are value for value enabled and uh, have all the cool podcasting 2.0 features that this show has. So you can slide those faders up if you want to increase the sats sent. And there are boost buttons so you can manually send 500 sats. 19 cents at any point you listen i get it it's a little complicated now because it's in its infancy but uh we still got the traditional things you can at kyle a bear on venmo paypal cash app strike.me slash kyle a bear and the good old word of mouth version tell your friends about it the intergalactic boombox sales pitch done thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next week on the flippity floppity <laughs>